God bless you, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Leonard. It's a great day to be alive. It's a great day to be a child of God, knowing that God is your father, knowing that heaven is your home, knowing that God put you here so that you can be an extension of him and do great things in the earth. Brothers and sisters, I greet you with Jesus' joy and uh, once again excited about the word and about what God is doing right now. I think if you look around you, you see that I don't think we have a lot of time here uh, left on the earth. What do I mean by that? I mean, I think Jesus Christ is coming soon. And I know I've had this conversation with my wife and we've talked about the church and, and how it seems like the church is in such a weakened condition. But you know that Jesus said he's gonna sanctify the church. And so he's going to do it through the washing of the water by the word. And he is going to sanctify the church. And if he's going to do it, then guess what? I think he's coming back soon. But anyway, uh, I guess that it really doesn't matter in the sense that you should be wait, You should be getting yourself ready now, right? Because you never know when Jesus is coming back for you. In other words, when you're going to leave this earth, right? So always... Uh, when I say be ready, obviously that means that you've already accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and that you're doing the things that he called you to do. So anyway, brothers and sisters, today I want to talk to you about, uh, about spending time with God. And because a lot of people, they look for practical ways to do that because our days are so busy and we are busy. You know, if you tell the truth, we're very busy. Most people are very, very busy, and it's hard to find time uh, in your day to do what you need to do, but especially um, about spending time with God. You know, the scripture says to first seek ye the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And so it's important, it's paramount to us as Christians that we carve out the time that we need to spend with God, and then... You know, you can spend time with the Lord throughout your day all day long, right? But you want to carve out that specific time. And I always say in the morning because I, I want God to be all up in my day, beginning at the beginning of my day, not all the way through. And the reason why I say in the morning, it's just practical because when I come home, I work sometimes 10, 11, 12 hour days. And when I come home, I'm tired and I'm not I'm not very effective when I'm tired. In fact, I'll just lay up, sit up there and go to sleep. I'll go to sleep at my in my chair or sitting on my couch or something like that. And so I'm not very effective. And I certainly don't want to give God, uh, you know, less than my best. And I'm trying to, uh, you know, to do better in that area as we all should, you know. And so I look for practical ways that we can make sure that we honor God the first part of our day. You know, it's much like tithing. You give God your first fruits or your first 10%. I'm not first fruits, but first 10%. You know, before you pay any bill, before you do anything, you give God 10%, right? And you bless him with your offerings, you know? And so I think by you by doing that, you know, you want to sort of I think mimic the same or do it the same way when you spend time with him, give him your your first or 
the first time in the day, you know, let that be you and him. All right, because it's very important that you want to start your day with God. And so practically speaking, right, you got a busy day coming up. You really want wisdom for that day. You want guidance and you want direction. And you want to be in the right frame of mind. You want to be effective so God can use you and so that you can be a blessing to the people around you, right? So when they see you, they see Jesus in you, right? And so the Bible says, let your light shine before men that they see your good works and give God the glory in heaven. And God will get the glory, right? If you're doing what you need to do. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this word. We thank you for your goodness and mercy. Lord, you've been so good to us. You've been so kind. And we just want to say thank you. We thank you for your word today. Anoint the ears to hear, Lord, and anoint my lips to speak. I need you. I can't do this without you. I thank you that this word will fall on good word, on good ground. I declare the blessings of the Lord over everyone that's listening right now. And God, that they would be blessed in an immense way, in a great way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And so, brothers and sisters, right, spending time with God is really getting to know, uh, using that time to get to know God. And I always say, number one, <clears throat> you can't know God apart from his word. There is no substitute for the Bible, right? There is no substitute for the word of God. And so getting in the word of God is critical. And I always say that as Christians, we need to live our lives through the epistles, right? And those are the writings of Paul and those all the writings after Acts, right? But not to, re all the way to Revelations, not to include Revelations. But now, I didn't say exclude any book in the Bible. I'm just telling you, you know, practically speaking, those are the things that God has given us. If you look at the New Testament, the New Testament, um, that's where Jesus has left all these things to us and he's given it to us, right, in his word. But now, don't ever exclude any part of the Bible because the Bible is given to us, right? And so when you talk about um, the Bible, you talk about the 27 books in the New Testament, right? And, um, and, you, talk about, um, and you talk about the Old Testament and you look and you see, well, Lord, you gave us these books for a reason. He absolutely did. And so I like it because the Old Testament is a type and a shadow of the New Testament. In other words, for the things to come. So you definitely need to get your Bible, right? Your Bible is critical in the things that you need to learn, right? Because you want you want God to speak to you. And so as you make time uh, for to meet with the Lord and to spend time with him, right? You always approach him in a reverent way and, and you always want to make sure right that you're open that your ears are open to hear what he says and so I always like I said I carve out my time in the morning right and sometimes I listen to the word um, if I'm exercising or what have you you know I'll listen to the word especially on my treadmill I love to listen to the word and so I'll let the Bible play or you know I might listen to a uh, particular teacher in the word of God and so really just to get that faith uh, uh, soaring within me faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God and so I really want to uh, hear the word and 
and I continue to work out and do do what I need to do, right? But in there, I want to make sure that I pray. And that's really critical time that you spend with the Lord, you know, in prayer as well. Prayer is your communication with God, being able to talk to Him, right? And then when you finish, Him talk to you. Sometimes some people do it differently. Sometimes they wait on the Lord. They uh, won't say anything. They'll just sit before the Lord and they'll listen. Some people like to pray, play praise and worship music. It's up to you. I don't give you a particular uh, way that you spend your time with the Lord, but I do tell you that you have to have the Word of God, right? So, uh, you know, again, you can't get to know God apart from His Word. You want to always have the Word of God so that He can speak to you, so that you're reading the Word and, and meditating the Word. You know, the Bible says to study to show yourselves approved unto God, a workman that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Did you also know that the people that know their God shall, shall do great exploits, right? And the people um, who suffer in that area who don't know God, you know, the Bible says my people perish for the lack of knowledge. So you, you want to know. You need to know. And the only way that you're going to know is that you get in the word and and you pray and you ask the Holy Spirit to teach you and to help you, to help you understand the word of God and to help you understand who God is. And, you know, one of the things I like I like to do is, you know, when I read the New Testament, especially, well, when I read like Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John, the Gospels, and where Jesus walked, you know, Jesus said, when you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And so I like to see what Jesus did in situations and how he uh, he drew himself away and, and how he uh, and how he spent time with his disciples and and all the things that he did because it lets me know you know who God is by looking at Jesus by seeing how compassionate he was by seeing how loving he was you know and how he is the scripture says that he's touched by the feelings of our infirmities he knows exactly what we're going through so to get in the Word of God, especially in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you can absolutely see the character of Jesus. You can absolutely see God working through him, right? So you get to know who God is, his characteristics, things he likes and he doesn't like. And we all know he doesn't like sin, right? So one of the parts about that process in spending time with God is as you get in the Word and meditate the Word, you know, you begin to sanctify your your soul, right? Your mind, will, and emotions. And that sanctification process is very important. It's the washing of the water by the word. And that's very important, especially when it comes to really wanting to spend time with God. You know, the one thing um, that uh, sin does is it, it makes you feel like you're apart from God, you know? And, and you don't ever want to feel like that. And I'm not saying that, that this thing is based on feelings. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just telling you that, you know, sin causes separation. In other words, you feel separated, especially if you've done something that you haven't repented of. And, and so, you know, you always want to make sure that you take care of that area. If, if you confess your sin, he's faithful and just to forgive you of your sin. 
and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. So it's important to study the word. You see what the scripture says that, that all scripture is given um, uh, for correction, uh, for reproof. You know, uh, talks about it's given for the man of God that he be furnished thoroughly in the works of the Lord. And so it's important that um, that we get in the word, that we stay in the word, right? And that we stay before the Lord and try to develop a routine, get some consistency in what you do. I'm not telling you that you absolutely have to do anything in the morning uh, because your schedule might be as such that you work at night, right? Well, for you, before you go to work would be the time for you to spend with the Lord because you always want to, you want him to help you. You want him, uh, you know, you want you to be able to hear him, especially throughout the day. And so it's important that you give that time to the Lord. You know, Jesus, if he's the center of your joy, then you have to make time for him in the center of your universe, right? Exactly. You want to make sure that, that he fits in to what you're doing that he's acknowledged first and that's what's important so I like the Word of God when it comes to um, to how we we spend time with the Lord and I know that again there's no certain um, you know prescription for how we do this except that you've got to have the word right and you want to pray because prayer is your communication with God so that's important, and you want to do that, and making sure that uh, that you got that you give God your undivided attention, because you don't want to miss out on the things that He's saying and what He's doing. All right. So, again, um, practically speaking, we get in the Word, right? And so we come before the Lord with the Word of God. We want to pray. We want to be prepared to listen as well. Um, do what God tells us to do. And praise and worship is wonderful. It's great to spend time with the Lord and, and prayer and worship. Um, you know, plan maybe some of your favorite uh, uh, worship music. And really just uh, getting in the presence of the Lord. That's all spending time with God and getting to know God, getting to know his presence. That's important. And so, brothers and sisters, again, I don't tell you, I don't want to tell you how to do what you're doing. Absolutely not. But for people who struggle in that area, and maybe it's time, it's hard for you to find time, I will tell you that Satan is going to challenge you every step of the way with distractions, you know, making you feel sleepy. And that's one thing for me, it's just almost. It's very difficult for me to try to read or study the Bible at night. It's not that's not my time. That's not where I flourish. And so, um, for those particular times, it's best for me to listen to the Bible, listen to the Word, uh, because at that time of the evening, that's just that's just not good. And I know that, right? And I I know myself well enough to know that that's not a good time for me to try to study or to try to do anything because a lot of times you know you want to be coherent when you're doing these things and I'm just tired and sleepy and that's just not a good time for me all right so remember 
um, it's important that you spend time with God because I tell you what, what you do in private, he'll reward you openly. If you don't spend time with him, you'll know. I mean, and people know because it's, it's all in your life, right? It's all in your anointing. And you can tell when people spend time with God and when they know what they're talking about and when they're speaking, you know, from what they know and not what they heard. You know, it's important if you want to receive from the Lord, right, that you incorporate that time with him and make sure you understand um, what you need to do, right? But brothers and sisters, God has been so good to us, you know, and you always, you do want to get to know God, especially you that have just recently been born again. I always tell you to get in a good Bible-believing church and get you a good Bible. Download your Bible app, whatever you need to do, and get you, uh, you know, you can get some study uh, material if you want to go that route, but right now, I say just start out just by reading the Word, and always, you know, the Gospels are a good bet, reading the character of Jesus and getting to know who Jesus is through the Gospels, right? And then as you begin to mature and grow up and understand, then you can read the the, new, the rest of the New Testament when you start talking about those things from Acts uh, and beyond, right? And so um, it's important. It's important. Again, because Jesus said the people that know their God, the prophets that Jesus that know their uh, people who know their God will do great exploits, right? And so... I want to know him better. I want to know more about him. You can, you know, we don't ever get to know God completely because he's God. He's so much bigger, right? I just want to know him the best that I can. That, you know, he take me to that level um, to really get to experience him, to experience him every day. I, I, that's, that's my heart is that, you know, in everything I do, I want to experience the Lord. I want to see God in my situations, you know, knowing that he'll be there. I learned a long time ago that you don't necessarily have to feel God to know God is there. I know a lot of times in our Pentecostal churches, uh, we're definitely on that feel thing, man. I feel the Lord. I feel the presence of the Lord. And that's beautiful that you can feel his tangible presence. But even if you don't feel him, right, it doesn't mean that he's not there. He's always there because he said, I promise never to leave you nor forsake you. You know, and that was one of my toughest thing as a young Christian growing up. Man, it was tough because, uh, you know, for that few months or whatever it was, six month period, I could feel God and, and his presence and, uh, you know, being saved was so new and everything looked um, new. Everything looked brighter. <laughs> everything looked you know what I'm saying? Everything was just amazing. And I'm like, wow, why didn't I do this sooner? And then, you know, it was almost like when that wore off, uh, I thought I backslid or something. Like, God, what did I do wrong? And I didn't understand that I was growing up. You know, when you grow up, you, you know, you're not getting cuddled or coddled anymore. You know what I mean? Like, you're not, you're not getting that little hug all the time. Right. But you got, you're starting to walk, you crawl, you walk, you run. Right. And so you begin to grow up in him. And so that's what's going on, that you're growing up and you're learning how to understand that God is there even when you don't feel him. All right. Well, brothers and sisters, uh, 
I'm going to call it a day, right? But before I do, um, I'd like to uh, ask you if you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. If you don't, man, this is the time to get to know him. And if you don't and you want to know him as your Lord and Savior, I want you to say this with your mouth. Pray this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you right now and I'm a sinner. I want to be saved. Say, Lord Jesus, I confess my sins. And right now, I believe that you are the son of God. I believe that you died for my sins. And I believe that God raised you from the dead. And so, Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart and be the Lord and Savior of my life. And I receive you right now. And I thank you right now. And I'm your child. Thank you for saving me. And so, brothers and sisters, if you prayed that prayer, right, you're a child of God. And it's important for you to get in a good Bible-believing church so that you can be taught the Word of God and so that you can get in a good place where you can be mentored, you can be taught, uh, and um, there'll be somebody there to help you as you grow up, right? Uh, be Help you to be accountable and, uh, and to get you off to a really good start. Well, brothers and sisters, this is Brother Leonard, and I wish you, uh, not wish you, but I speak a good day for you. Right. I declare that good things are going to happen to you this day. And so I want you to have a good and a blessed day. And again, I bid you farewell until next time. And I bid you that in Jesus joy. Have a great day.